I'm Bats, and as always, I'm joined by the castle-collapsing Case. Case, my friend, how are you doing this fine day, sir? I'm apparently storming a castle. You are storming castles, and you have fun storming that castle. Oh, I love storming her castle. Definitely. I said a castle, not her castle. Definitely her castle. Well, unfortunately, she's in another castle. She's always in that other castle. Damn her. Damn that princess. You should probably send a scout in first. And then once you figure out what castle she's in, then you can totally storm that castle. Hey, from what I've learned in playing my games over the years, for some reason, you don't have any friends when you play games. You're just always running by yourself shooting shit. Or if you do have a friend, there'll be a dramatic and totally expected twist where they turn on you. Well, that's kind of how my life runs anyhow. Ah, like... Bats turns on case on episode ten. <laughs> Coming soon. Wait the till... inevitable twist episode. Boom, boom, boom. Oh yeah, so I'm good. How you doing, man? Me? Ah, oh, not 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 too bad, not too shabby, you know. Uh it's the summertime, so you know the 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 lack of quality games coming out is getting me a little bit down and um it makes me kinda yearn. For the, uh, the isn't upcoming, is August the start of Return to Happiness? Yes, it starts at the end of August, and then it just comes at you in waves. In waves. At least I'm... once August starts, it's at least one good game a month after that. At least. I, I get the uh, kind of I'm like, oh, I should check my pre-orders, and I can really answer you the, this question. So soon we'll have games to play that, um, in your mind, are high quality. Absolutely. Well, uh, well. let me rephrase that. Games that have been promoted to me so heavily that I have been brainwashed to believe that they're high quality. There you go. How will we say this? A lot of AAA titles are coming out. Doesn't mean they're high. They're going to be good. Just a lot of AAA titles coming out. What are you talking about? Every AAA game is great. <laughs> For example, like Deuce five, X on August 23rd. Five stars. <laughs> Next game, five stars. Are you a John Kennedy now? Because you kind of have like a John Kennedy thing going there. No, I am every other video game website. Five stars. If everybody says it's good, it must be good. It must be. And if it's bad, it must be bad. I have no real opinions. So so um, all this traveling you've been doing for these interviews, what, what, any gaming coming in? Um, you know, a little bit. It's, it's tough being constantly on assignment. That's true. I think you need to go on the next assignment. But um, yeah, I got a little in this this week. Um, nothing, nothing groundbreaking. A lot of lot of hitting the backlog. Yeah, I mean, I'd say the only one I I started um, last week. You know, we heard you talked about uh, Catherine a little bit, and uh, I was hoping to have it finished by the uh, the time we got this podcast. But I'm about halfway through it. A lot of puzzle there. A lot. Of, that's a lot of puzzle. <laughs> what, what do you know? What level you're on? I am on the fifth night. Okay, yeah, it's about halfway. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's more than just the seven nights that they talk about the whole time. I mean, eight nights they talk about the whole time. Oh, really? Okay, so I'm on, like, on the fifth night, so I was like, oh, I'm getting close. Yeah, that's what I felt like, too. So I spent all day, I think, Sunday <laughs> to beat it. Because I was like, oh, I'm close. I'll beat it. And then it was like midnight when I beat it. And I'm like, whoa, that was a lot longer than I thought. I heard people be. saying that, too. 
that there was like an extra like you were like I beat it and there was like an extra two hours. Yeah, it was crazy because you beat. I mean, it's not really spoil. You beat it. Well, you've beat this one board, and then they have like I swear to God, it's a thirty minute like ending cutscene thing, right? Like you're just sitting there watching this cutscene, which I don't mind because I like their cutscenes. Right, so it was Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, and then after that, but like the way the way the cutscene starts is you like, oh, this is the end of the game, you know, and you're just kind of watching it, and then all of a sudden like the cutscene ends and there's more game. It's like, oh crap, that's weird. And then you like have to beat like I think it's like another seven puzzles or something like that. <laughs> it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa where did I come from? Oh, seven? That's a lot. Yeah. And so it was, it was, it was cool. I, I mean, I, as people are hearing, I did beat it, as I said. Um, I, I, I liked it. Good ending. Well, I got, I got the one ending. I, the, we'll say the red area ending. So it was a really strange ending versus a good ending, I guess. So I, I'm hoping that you get in the blue area when you finish so you can tell me so I don't have to play the game again to see it. Is blue bad or good? Well, so that's a weird thing. What the blue and red mean, they kind of tell you at the end of the game. Blue represents order. So if you pick choices that are more like organized and like adultish, we'll say, and red is supposed to be freedom. If you're like choosing things that just make you have a free life to do what you want to do. So that's kind of what the bar means, which I always thought was good and bad because it's a little devil guy and a little blue dude. But that, that actually knowing what it meant, the reason the bar went different ways based on choices I made, made more sense to me. All <laughs> so, right. So you want me, want me to shoot for the blue ending? Yeah. It was, well, see, I try to answer all the questions exactly as I would, you know. And I was right on the middle of the bar, and they asked one question of, um, would, you steal, would you ever steal your best friend's girlfriend or your friend's girlfriend or something like that or lover? And it was a yes, no question. And I had to say yes because I actually stole my friend's girlfriend. So <laughs> that kind of pushed me into the red. I still resent you for that. <laughs> yes. Too bad it wasn't you. Oh, wait, sorry. Well, <laughs> so, if that friend is listening, is he listening? Would you like to say anything to him? Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> he actually might be listening, too. We still talk, but it wasn't really, like, a stealing, per se. But it's, it's a, this is a different topic, not about gaming. Wow. Uh, but wow. it pushed me into the red at the very end, so I got the red ending. Fantastic. I don't know if there's more than just one ending, um, but, you know. I mean, more than just those two. I don't know if there's like other ways to get other endings, but I got the red one. So any other games other than uh, Catherine in the Backlog? I played, um, so for Backlog, I uh, played and beat Two Worlds 2, uh, the title that has the word 2 in it twice. Yes. So it must be twice as nice. Was it twice as nice? Um... The voice acting in that game is by far the best voice acting I have ever heard in a game. I can't decide if you're being sarcastic or never played any Mass Effect games. Best voice acting. I mean, oh my god, it's so good. I was like, felt like I was in it. <laughs> no, actually, the voice acting is absolutely terrible. It's like they rounded up the the, the guys that worked there and said, hey, you're going to be the drunk guy and you're the lead character. And the lead character, I mean, talks in this terrible, low, grumbled, worse than Batman, gruffled sound. It's just, uh, it's bad. It's a bad voice acting. <laughs> no emotion. And, I mean, just it's just bad. Yeah, yeah. I get you. You can, you can practically hear them flipping the paper when, the, when they're reading. It's like, you need to find this blah, blah, blah. And then you need to go over here. 
you think they would print it on, you know, a large piece of paper. Yeah, no, well, it sounds like they used really thick uh, chunks of rock. <laughs> Big tablets. Vunk. Yeah. Anyhow. yeah they, they have a caveman on staff who types them up. Awesome. That's cool. And then the, uh, the other game I, uh, I played was a little bit that was on my backlog that I've been meaning to play for a while that I actually got for free for being a PlayStation Plus member was a game called Stacking. Oh yes, yes, I know stacking. Yes, so I I, I played a a bit of stacking. I played through the uh, the first little bit there and here and there, and um, a little more in depth than I thought it was going to be with the collectibles and the hijinks and stuff. So I'm trying to like super hundred percent it. So that's sucking up my life. No, not really. <laughs> I like your life being sucked up. Makes my life easier. Yeah. So yeah. Um. But uh, the ending to the, this is the part you'll love, right? So, played Two Worlds Two, played it all the way through. It's, yes, you know, for the people who haven't played it, it's essentially supposed to be your open world kind of, you know, Dungeon Dragon esque game. Wish, wish I was, you know, Oblivion. Blah blah blah. Much better than the first one, but still, yeah, you know, uh, the, like the voice acting was bad and whatnot. But I didn't mind like going around doing the questing and whatnot. So that wasn't too bad. Story was bland. Uh, ending, bit, bit surprising, but way too, way too out of left field. Like, didn't make the make, beginning of the game make any goddamn sense. And this is the best part. I completed it. Yeah. I get the, the what you would call achievement, but I get the trophy. Like the you've completed the game. You know, like bling. Yeah, yeah. And I was like sweet. And then it goes to go into the final cutscene, and I hear like. My character walking, you know, and it's dark, and I'm um, I'm waiting for it to the screen to light up, and you know, for him to you know walk in a room or whatever, whatever's whatever's gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> the game froze. Nice. So the I played the whole game just to see the ending, and <laughs> and the stupid game freezes at the at, before the ending even starts. I mean, I got the trophy for it, so I was like, one, I'm like, all right, this is terrible. I'm not going through the whole playing the whole end boss game because yeah. Um, yeah. It well, it was like a, a kind of a long boss battle, and it wasn't uh, didn't have any checkpoints. So every time you died, you had to start back pretty far. So I was like, "Whatever, I'm not doing this again." Got the trophy. So kind of reminds me of what happened to me to the first Fable, because um, when I beat it, I didn't know because when you beat the first Fable, like on the game, it says, "Oh, you can keep on playing the game right after you beat it." So you can like do all the side quests that you might have missed. And I beat it, and I, like, basically, you know, did the jump back to the main screen after I beat it and, like, watched the credits. And I couldn't figure out how to get myself back into the world to play the side quests until I read online that if you don't watch all the credits, you can't do the world again. Like, you can't go back to the world and do all the side quests. And I'm like, oh, I skipped them. So I'm like, do I really want to replay the end boss and then watch all the credits just so I can go back to the side quests? I'm like, so I actually did, though. Oh, then you have more... More tenacity, tenacity. Why well, also more more taste than I do. I also liked Fable a lot. So yeah, yeah. Cool for its time. At the time, it was a good game. Yeah, as long as you didn't try to view it as uh, living up to Peter's uh, His words. Height. Yes, and you got to give it to that guy. He is passionate. Peter Molyneux is passionate about games. He loves to sit there and be like. This game will make you want to sell your soul to the devil. 
me this like, game really? will, will have emotion. And that's that emotion you can take to another game. And then that game will also have emotion. And there'll be emotion in both games. And you'll feel the emotion. You'll fall in love with the game. You are going to feel love on a level you've never experienced. People will become addicted to this game. And we will have to build special Microsoft rehab facilities just for this game. And give them a dog. Wow, that game sounds awesome. <laughs> I want to go to a special Microsoft rehab for a game. Rehab is fun. What have you been playing, Case? There you go. There's a nice segue. <laughs> so, well, I beat Catherine, as, as, as we all know already but the other Old game news. <laughs> the other the, so on friday i was uh, i went to see um the ape movie and i was like that has nothing to do with gaming i know but this the story of this i'm like i'm like okay. i'm a huge huge comic book person and I'm, one of my favorite characters is captain america uh-huh so i saw the ape movie and being seeing the ape movie for some reason i saw the captain america poster i guess i'm like you know what i'll go buy the captain america video game that is based on the movie or you know so I went and bought the Captain America, what, the first Avenger, I think it's called? No. Stop. Stop. Yes. Stop. Right here. Yes. You went out. Yes. Informed adult. Yes. Video game enthusiast. Yes. And you bought a movie tie-in game. Yes, because it's Captain America. You bought a movie tie-in game. The voice acting is pretty good because it's actually the actors from the movie. I, I don't care about the goddamn <laughs> voice acting. What is, the, what is the standard stamp without even playing? If I said to you, hey, I'm thinking about getting, insert movie name here, tie-in game, what would you say? I would say, is it the summer? And then what would you say after that? Is what it, would I say? It's like, you think it's going to be good? Hey, I, you going to let me tell you that maybe the no, game I don't, I don't. I'm not sure I want to hear it because I think you're biased because there's no good games out there. There's no good games out there? Listen, here, here's what I actually beat it too, by the way, in two days. <laughs> so ringing endorsement I think appeal zero I don't know if it's because it's a short game or I just played it like constantly I don't know um, here's, here's the thing about it right it's not it's not a the month's greatest game it's not like the year's greatest game but it wasn't a bad game it wasn't like other tie-in games where it's like complete garbage it, ha- it was actually pretty okay I'm just, how are the achievements easy I didn't get them all because there's a lot of like random. Um, like how, how many how many points did you get? I don't know. I don't have that on top of my head. Like six hundred. I would say probably five hundred ish. Ah, so you get about fifty percent for just playing it through, kind of like yeah. black Lockfisher. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I played on the hardest level, the hardest. Um, oh, and, and you still only got fifty. Fuck that. Well, five hundred. But anyhow, it was the problem is, is there's a lot of collectibles in the game, like finding all these little things. And as you know, I've come to hate that, so I didn't do, I actually look for them. Not playing uh, it. But so the only thing that I would say about the game, like it's not horrible, and it, but and it basically steals a lot of its feel from the Batman Arkham Asylum, like the whole way you fight, you like fight groups of people. But it like did it in a way where you still fight lots of people, but it's not as awesome as Batman Arkham Asylum. But there are moments where somehow I end up doing like these right key press at the right moments where it was like, oh, cool, I'm playing Captain America because it really felt like he's, you know, Captain America at that moment. But really, I mean, it wasn't a great game. It's just I, I had fun. And I, I was like, I'll buy it, I'll beat it, and I'll just return it. <laughs> so I did that. So that was a good game. I liked it. I'm disappointed in you. So that's all I've been playing, man. All right, cool. Fantastic. Awesome. 
So on since uh, it is the summertime. Summertime. Living. No. I just started, I heard I just thought of like three summertime songs. What like summer loving happened so fast? No, no. First, I thought of Will Smith. Summertime. When you said that, yeah. then what came into my head was Sublime. He like goes summertime. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah, and, and so a lot of words two, you don't those, know what he says. Right. Those two songs kind of just blurred into one song. Nice. And then I wanted to sing them both at the same time. Yeah, none of it has to do with gaming. I bet you I could come up with a game. <laughs> you may be able to, but why don't you just tell me some news about a game instead? So anyhow, why don't we really talk about some? <laughs> why don't you talk about some news? Sure. So this is exciting for me because you know me. I love my trophies, and I want to be able to play them on the road. So Sony has confirmed. That the Sony Vita or the PSV, as it is starting to be known in the webs, I hate the webs, has been announced for a 2011 release. All right. So you have it during Christmas, eh? Well, um, well, there's a there's a slight caveat to this particular statement. Oh, oh yeah, what's that? Um, it, it it'll be released in only in Japan. Oh, so no, yeah. no, no happy gifts for you. No, but it is slotted for a 2012 North American and European release, which means probably holiday to spring. It'd probably be spring. I, I highly doubt they waited an extra year. I was going to say, did you hear that they already said that it's going to be a controller for the PlayStation 4? I did not hear that it was going to be a controller for PlayStation 4. I thought it was going to, I knew it was going to work for with PS3. And then I heard rumors also that it was going to be like the Wii U's controller. So Well, that's what I heard. Awesome. I'm just curious is uh, the one thing that this, this could be good or bad. Good for me because now it comes out in Japan. And if it sucks, I won't know because Japanese people will love it because it has the word Sony on it. But maybe somebody out there will be honestly tell me if it sucks or not before I buy it. No one on the internet tells the truth. I have people that live in Japan. I can talk to them. Look, just because you go to mailorderbrides.com does not mean they're your friends. <laughs> I understand. But I, I'm just saying it sucks for you, but it's good for me because I can find out more information about it before it comes out. It doesn't matter how much more information you come out. All they have to say is, it's out, and we've bundled it with Bioshock. And you're like, I'm screwed, and you'll buy it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Oh yes, no, we will. Because you know what I'll do? I will go out, and I will. I'm going to buy it. And one of the first games I'm going to get is the Bioshock game. And then I'm going to come on this very podcast, and regardless of how it is, I'm going to tell you how fantastic it is, so that you go out and buy it. So that if it's bad, you have to suffer with me. If it's good, then you'll be happy. But either way. So I thought you were going to say. Was you're going to go out and buy a Vita and Bioshock and like wrap them together and then sell it to me as a bundle and say, hey, Case, look, there's a bundle out there. And then I'd buy it from you. That way you'd force me to have it. Could I charge you more? <laughs> Probably because I am pretty stupid. All right. Well, then I'll pretend you didn't tell me to do that. And then that's what I'll do. Awesome. So look for that. <laughs> All right. So speaking, so you're happy that you get more trophies. Well, speaking of uh, of people spending way too much time trying to get stupid little achievements, 
uh, this week. Some people might have heard, but this guy, uh, I'm trying to see if his name is available to me, but I don't think it is. Oh, it is. His name is Raymond Raymond Cox. So, man, the more I read about this guy, the more I can't. I don't believe it. <laughs> Anyhow, IP freely. Yes. And so apparently he uh, what is it? He reached the milestone for a gamer score of six hundred thousand gamer score. I, I I don't believe it. And apparently he made a video of himself actually lo- unlocking the last ones, like a Rocky video. And I really want to punch him in the face right now for some reason. Well, so the anyhow, thing is that I just, I mean, I'm not saying that there's, there. I guarantee there's that many games out there you could get that level. But, like, Xbox gamer scores are notorious for people gaming the crap out of those. I mean, when it first came out, you could put in, you know, Madden and just, you know, just run a season computer against computer and get all the points. But I'm I'm sure there's some other shenanigans going on there. Six hundred thousand. I mean, I know the people that get to a hundred thousand. I'm like, yeah, I get it to a hundred thousand. Like well, that's not that's only a- is that crazy. So he had five hundred thousand nine months ago. So he got a hundred thousand in nine months. Oh, well, I could I can kind of see that. And he uses one of those really odd, you know, those controller things that make it so your controller's fat, so you can lay it on your belly and play. He has one of those apparently. I don't know. This guy sounds like a, a a rich kid who doesn't have to go to work or something because I don't, I don't even know. I don't know. I, just, my, I don't buy it. My 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 problem. I I don't. I mean, yay for him. He got insane amount. But my only my only problem is, I I personally think there's he had to play so many bad games to get scores for that I can't even imagine. Playing that many bad games to get six hundred thousand, you know, it's just in his video he like plays the Harry Potter game. I'm like, I don't want to play the fucking Harry Potter game. I'd rather put. Good. I don't care. I'd rather put Battlefield Two in again and play. Just go online where I already have all the achievements and just play a game I enjoy versus playing something that like that. I mean, that'd be like going out and buying Captain America Super Soldier and playing it. Well, you said the trophies weren't that easy, so I'm not going to do that. I know. I was just making a joke that. I, never mind. I, I thought you bought a dumb game. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Anyhow, so uh, so thinking of people that are totally outrageous and crazy for games, you know who loves games? Um, parents. The Germans. They do. And you know what's coming up soon? Gamescom. You know where that is? Germany. You know who lives in Germany? French? Germans. Oh. And, well, and some French, I'm sure. <laughs> it is Europe. It is true. They're tiny. So there's going to be a game uh, shown there, and uh, it kind of—I don't know if it got leaked out intentionally or uh, inintentionally. That's not a word. Unintentionally. Let's go with that one. Inflammable <laughs> means flammable. What That's a awful. country! I love our country uh, sometimes. Um. So it's been confirmed that there is a Borderlands 2. And I'm sure that's no shock to anyone who has an internet connection because uh, it's been plastered across every site, news site there is because a lot of people really enjoyed the, the first Borderlands. And uh, so they're going to they're gonna show it off uh, at uh, Gamescom in Germany. 
And then also you'll be able to see it yourself if you're attending uh, PAX in Seattle. So uh, be sure that uh, if you're going there, take a, take a walk by the booth, check it out. Uh, Case and I, uh, we were at uh, the PAX East, but uh, we're not we're not flying all the way out to the to the West Coast for this for this one. So uh, write in, let us know what you think about uh, Borderlands Two if you get a chance to see it. We'd we'd love to have a a reporter on the spot. Well, just so everyone else too, I never played Battlefield. Battle, oh, not Battlefield. I never played the first one either. Borderlands. First you should one. you should check it out. It's 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 it's. it's I'll rephrase bad. it. I played the first like few minutes of it. I got it through um, whatever that system is that sends me stuff. Gamefly, and uh, I started playing it. I don't know what happened. I mean, I didn't think it was bad. I didn't. I wasn't like addicted to it. But I think another game must have came in or something. And so I just stopped playing and then sent it back because I was like, oh, I haven't touched this game in two weeks. Case, but, I think it's a great point that happens to a lot of us. I mean, uh, there's a lot of times I start playing a game and if I don't really stick with it and I, you know, stop playing it and play something else, you try to go back and you don't remember the story, you don't remember where we started. And yeah, sometimes, yeah. sometimes it's hard to get back into these games that are a bit complex. So yeah, sure we all I, run into that. Yeah, no, I agree. I was actually thinking of that before the podcast today. I was like, I wonder what games our listeners have played that they might have enjoyed but never finished because, like, they lost fo- – like, something happened. Like, even going on vacation sometimes, like, will throw me off. Like, I'll go on vacation for a week or something, come back and be like, all right, I want a new game, not this game I was playing, you know, a week ago. If only there was a way for our listeners to communicate with us where they could tell us. Yeah, they could. What is it? They could send the list of their – Wish I finished games to uh, what podcast at thronecontrollers.com. They could, or they can uh, just hit us up on Twitter. It's true. At uh, Controller Talk. That, that is correct, sir. Awesome. And if you can't remember that, just go to the website and click on the link. <laughs> so, you, la- you lazy bastards. So the Germans are lovely people. We know that, right? Oh, fine, fine people. Rich history. Yes. So let's completely stop talking about them and talk about companies and how I hate them all. Okay, fantastic. So which company do you want to hear about first that I hate? Do you want to hear about EA and my hatred towards EA or do you want to go with Blizzard and my dislike for Blizzard right now? Well, I want to hear – I um, don't have a lot of hate for Blizzard so I want to hear that one first. But then I want to hear EA because I've got a little bit of hate for them. So let's go Blizzard and EA and kind of build, okay. up, my, okay. build up my hate. So – as we reported last podcast, Diablo 3 is going to require a constant internet connection. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, yay, because I love the internet. I like being connected to it because I can like, you know, I can like my stuff onto Facebook. That yay, would, thumbs up. <laughs> that would be horrible if they actually had that. I, like, you, you're fighting <laughs> I like, like myself. You know, you're fighting like a boss and you can like, like the boss. <laughs> this boss was great. <laughs> so a lot, apparently a lot of people on, the, on this internet that you have to be constantly connected to did not like this at all and got very upset. And they all assumed that was because there would be a always are always on DRM that's constantly making sure that you're a valid client to be running the game. So, you know, to squash this fire, Diablo's vice president came out and oh wait, sorry, vice president of online technologies came out and said, no, 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 no. It's not because of DRM. The reason you need to be online is because we want to guarantee that there are no hacks, no dupes. And we'd, so people would cheat offline and then bring their cheated character online and kick your ass, 
with, you know. Isn't that the same as DRM? No, DRM is when they steal games from the publisher. What they're trying to say is they're stealing your fun from you because they did, you know, they made an Uber character offline. So when I turn off the game, I go offline. What stops me from running the script and then bringing my character back online without the script? Well, you can't run the game online, so you can't level the character online. I'm sure. I'm sure someone will figure out something. I assume too. It was, and it's a really bad excuse because he also said it's really difficult to handle, you know, an online, offline character, online character like transition. And uh, I'm sitting there. I don't think it's that difficult to handle that transition. Um, I don't know. So I, a lot of people are upset that they feel that Blizzard's lying to them about this. That it's not just for the hacks and dupes. Because there are games out there that you can play offline that, you know, they they don't have that problem. So I thought that was – I, I don't like PR spin, I guess, that Blizzard is doing with Diablo 3. Well, maybe they'll just show up at your house with a truckload of money and you can change your mind. If they do, I will stick with my honor and I will not change my mind. I'll sell out in a second. <laughs> Anyone listening that wants to drive to my house with a truck full of money, I will – I will wear a money hat. All right, Tonka truck it is. No, I said a dump truck. Yep, Tonka makes dump trucks. I, I can any and anyone listening who says they can't be bought or sold, you're full of shit. Oh no, I can be bought and sold. I just don't want people knowing when I get bought, so that they think I haven't been bought. The thing is that no one will ever waste their time to try to buy us. So we don't have to worry about that. And our listeners can always know that if we think a game is good, bad, or just plain sucks. We'll tell you because, one, no one gives a shit what we say. Two, no one gives a shit what we say. And um, there's a third one. Yep, it's called I'm going to piss off EA. (laughs) All right, well, piss on EA. So, I don't, for some reason, EA doesn't want me to buy buy Battlefield 3. Yeah, I I heard that they were like, you know what? I heard Case is going to buy this game, like, day one release. How can we make sure that doesn't happen? Because he may have some things to say about it, and if we allow him to buy it on the console of his choice, then uh, he might actually, you know, give it a decent score. Yeah. So they, well, you know, they actually will let me buy it on the console I want. What they won't let me do is buy it on the client I want for my PC. They uh, aren't going to be selling Battlefield Three on Steam, just like other games that EA has been pulling. Now the biggest one, I would say, that's coming out this year, would be Battlefield 3, which they have now claimed they're not going to sell it on Steam 3. They did say at the very end of their their email that we hope we can make an agreement with Steam. So basically what EA is saying is that Valve doesn't let them have a direct connection to the, the to their customers so they can't deliver patches and other downloaded content the way they want to. They have to follow Steam's rules to deliver patches and downloaded content. So EA is like, well, screw you, Steam. We're just not going to sell our game. So really it sounds like EA and Steam are now in this pissing contest to see who can win online delivery, which EA, as you may know or may not know, has their own client now, what's called Orion which I will never install. So hopefully either Steam somehow fixes this or I will not be playing EA games anymore on the PC. 
Stick it to man, brother. Well, you know what? That's funny because I've been watching the news and I was mystified because I've been watching the news and I saw that there was a lot of riots over in, in London. And now after you telling me the story, it seems to make a lot more sense. So how are they trying you know, to fix these riots? Uh, well, it apparently has to do with the uh, Battlefield 3 and uh, Steam, I would assume. Must, but I'm saying, so UK's riding over Battlefield 3 probably, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. What are the, are the cops have any suggestions to why this is happening? Well, this this is this is a this is an interesting story. So, uh, from uh, I, I'm going to quote them a little bit on here, just because you know, essentially, just you know, ripped off their site. Uh, <laughs> this is London.co.uk uh, was was writing about the riots, which uh, apparently wasn't caused by the lack of Battlefield Three um, on Steam, but the fact that uh, police shot a man that supposedly had a fake uh, gun that uh, set off, uh, set the people off. Um, Makes you sense. Know, yeah. You know, just, uh, I guess, a powder keg of uh, hate against the authority over there in the the Londons, in the uh, tubes, as they call them. And uh, they call it right. And so the uh, they had an interesting quote in the article that uh, I thought was very interesting. And, and you'll have to, to excuse me a little because they use some, some British terms that I'm not very familiar with. And perhaps after I'm done, Case can explain them. Um, they said, as dusk, dusk fell... People were told to get off the streets for their own safety. Quote, go home and get a takeaway and watch everything that happens on TV. One constable advised, these are bad people who did this. Kids out of control. When I was young, it was all Pac-Man and board games. Now, they're playing Grand Theft Auto and want to live it for themselves. Cool. Video games are at fault then, huh? So apparently, kids are playing Grand Theft Auto, and they want to go out and replicate that on the streets of London. Well said, policeman. Well said. No one's ever thought of that before. Well, I bet you if we got rid of Grand Theft Auto, there wouldn't be any more riding. I don't know. I couldn't believe him, though, because whenever I play Batman Arkham Asylum, I, I already have a bat suit, and I dress up and run around and do flips off of, you know sidewalks and get hurt well you know what i'm saying if video games cause riots then you know and there's very anecdotal evidence apparently because you know there's violence in the video game so when violence happens outside of a video game it must be tied to it then when you have a direct correlation like say a sports team wins and there's a riot well then we must immediately ban those sports because God forbid, you know, London has, oh, you know, a, a uh, soccer or, as they would call it there, a football, right? Um, they have hoodlums, actually, too, with their soccer. Yeah, so, I mean, better. Yeah, when I was a kid, it was all cricket and polo matches. Now these kids today with their soccer and hoodlums? And by the way, get every, off my lawn. And by the way, everyone, the one term that Bats did not understand was uh, takeaway, I believe. Yeah, which is this a takeout? I th- I thought maybe it was a taxi. <laughs> yes. Get a ta- get a takeaway and watch everything <laughs> that happens on TV. Yes. On the, the old fashioned talkie box. <laughs> so awesome. Well, I don't have any other real news other than uh, I pre ordered Skyrim. That's news for everyone. 
I did as well. Well, I pre-ordered the Super Collector's Edition that came they announced today. I, this week. I, I did not because it was like 150 bucks, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. But I had a lot of Amazon credit stuff. Yeah, but it, well, what's it come with? The stupid... A freaking dragon statue! I don't want the dragon stupid dragon statue. statue. You know, I looked at it and went, I don't need the goddamn dragon statue. I, I, well, I looked at it that and dragon said, statue, yes. That dragon statue statue is not worth like 70, 80 bucks. It is to me. Well, you, sir. I love statues. Of All I know is I'm, I'm pre-ordering the game. Because of pre-ordering it, I'm getting a cloth map, which kicks ass. And I'm getting a regular price. And if you don't pre-order the game, you won't get the cloth map. You're just going to get a regular shitty old paper map. I get the I get a cloth map and a statue and a color a coloring book yeah <laughs> and uh, not a coloring book um a coffee table art book behind the scenes DVD and making of the game yes I also well a nice thing for me is is I also was able to order the Batman collector's edition which I get a Batman statue from because it's finally on Amazon you've been you've been you've been hunting that one I know I'm, I was psyched when I saw it I'm like yes. Um, so, and the best part is, I think Batman comes out October, and then right after Batman is Skyrim and November. Yes, yes. So Batman's on October, and then Skyrim's in November. So I get a statue right after a statue. Wow. Yeah. The collection pre- will be not even close to being complete. It's true, but I do have a huge collection of statues, which is pretty sad. Yes, yes, it is. And on that sad, sad note, I think we should take a break. We should. I, I have to go wipe away the, the single solitary tear that is slowly inching its way down my rustic and manly face. And I got dust off one of my statues. It looks a little dusty. All right. All right, guys. Enjoy the music. Hey, buddy, welcome back from that music. Wasn't that fantastic? It was brilliant. Fantastic music, everyone. Brilliant. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed that break. I know I certainly did. I enjoyed it to its full extent and the full ability of the law. As brilliant as brilliant could be. Indeed. But you know what happened while I was on that break? What was that? I did not relax, my friend. I did not. What's got you, uh, wait, what thorns in your paw? What thorns in my paw? <laughs> well, there, Grandpa. <laughs> what, what's up your crawl? I don't <laughs> what, what, what are the my... kids saying these days? I have no idea. What thorns in my paw? Well, it's a thorn. <laughs> you just explained exactly what it is. It's like, well, what bullet's in your head? It's a metaphor. <laughs> Not a, it's a terrible metaphor. All right, what's up your craw? You know, I'm not sure what a craw is, and so I don't know what's up. Right, why are your panties in a bunch? Oh, that's because I keep them smushed up in a drawer to sniff them occasionally. Excellent. Wow, that's really too much information. So what, what's got your blood boiling? How about that? Is that better? You know, if my blood was boiling, one, either I would be in right. some extreme environment, say like lava, or I'd be in space because technically your blood does boil in space because it just needs to evaporate really quickly. All right, let me so, try this one more time. Oh, okay. All right. <clears throat> what is in the sights of your of your BFG? BFG being a big fucking gun. I don't own a BFG. 
Oh, for the love of God. All right, man. Why don't you tell me what, why don't you rant about the issue that's making you uh, not relaxed? Oh, see, you should have just said that from the start. Yes, I probably should have. All right, well, this week, I was thinking, I was saying, I was just sitting down, I was thinking, like, you know, there's there's a lot of things about the gaming industry that piss me off. Yeah, you know? tell it, brother. That that there's a, there's, there's 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 a bunch of goddamn liars out there that, that everybody says the same thing about the same games and all that shit. But what really got me pissed off after I was thinking about it, what really got me going, was gimmicks. And you say like you're like gimmicks, like a statue. The fuck are you talking about? No, no, no. I'm not talking about no goddamn statue. You can have your goddamn statues case. You can have them. Okay, I'm talking about. Game companies saying, hey, we're making games, but how can we make a shitload of money? And so they, you know what they do? They come out with the virtual boy. Oh, there's a fine piece of machinery that damages your eyes and hurts your neck. Oh, but it sucks. And it, they came up with like 13 games for it or something. It was red, dude. And it was nothing but red. It's just, it was a gimmick and you bought it. Or, you know, as bad as it is, it is. Robbie the Robot. They come up with, like, two fucking games for that fucking thing. You always go into the store and you saw the Nintendo fucking robot. And you were like, oh, man, that's sweet. I really want that. But if you ever knew anyone who was rich enough to friggin' own one, it didn't do shit. I knew someone that had one. Yeah. I agree. It didn't do shit. It was a waste of money. And it was a, It was a gimmick. Now... I can, I'm just going to keep going down the list here. Okay, okay. We? Next, after that, you got the power glove. That thing looks awesome. I still it's, wanted one. Yeah, you still want one. But did you? if you ever actually knew anything about it, you had to type in a code on the arm for each game to make it work. And there was like these four sensors you had to put around your TV, and they never even friggin' worked. It didn't work with hardly any damn games. It was, it was it, you know, just like they say in The Wizard, it's so bad, but back then they meant it was good. But it was—it's just really bad because it doesn't work. And then, you know, I gotta go right to my—I gotta—I gotta go right over and from Nintendo. I gotta go to Sega. Sega, those are my boys right there. I was a big Sega fanboy. Then they just start stacking shit on top of my Genesis like crazy. All of a sudden, I got this 32x thing apparently, so I could play Virtual Fighter and Doom 32x. But how many games did they come out with? Not that many. And I got to jam this whole bunch of shit. I got like 12 freaking power cords going to the back of my machine. Another gimmick that costs a crap load of money that didn't do jack shit. And then, in the latest trend, we got the motion control bullshit. Um, we all of a sudden comes out, taps this casual market of grandmas and your parents that love to do the old bowling. And they don't actually want to go out and go bowling. So they friggin' buy a Wii, and they don't ever buy anything else for it. And so then everybody else is like, hey, let's make some money. So let's make the fucking move for Sony, and let's make Connect. And they all suck, and they're not making any games for them, and they're just shit. And then, back to Nintendo again, they're like, hey, we need to come out with something. Let's come up with a 3DS. It's a handheld that is 3D, but you have to hold it perfectly in the right way 
but it's a handheld. So God forbid you move your fucking head, then you lose it, and you gotta look at it cross-eyed the whole time. Fantastic! What I always wanted, a game where I have to stare cross-eyed at the screen. It's like one of those magic things at the mall, except for I'm playing a game with it. Fucking great. Uh, it goes on and on. And they just keep adding these stupid gimmicks. And my whole point is, if they just spent half the energy to do on this on these gimmicks, if just one company said, hey, f- screw gimmicks, we're going to focus on making a quality console that is a, has a quality game experience, and we're going to come out with quality games with no extra bullshit, no robots, no fucking, you know, full body suits, no VR helmets, no whatever, the, you know, whatever, vitality sensors, none of this shit, then we'd have a lot more more games out there that we could look back and say, yes, those were awesome games, and or yes, th- these consoles are much better. I think we'd be in a better place. Instead, they're spending R&D on bullshit, and the worst part of it all is we're buying the bullshit. So yeah. I, I, I can't sit here and say, like, I'm going to talk from my pedestal because I'm awesome. Because God knows I've bought a whole bunch of this bullshit in my day. But I'm I'm putting my foot down. I'm a Sony fanboy. Do I own own the move? I do not. You did talk highly of it, though, when it was announced. You know, it it sounded interesting. It had a lot of possibilities. Have they done anything even reasonable with it? No. I haven't done shit with it. It's always well, the, the first launch game. It's a great tech demo, and the rest is all just bullshit. Try to cash in shovelware shit. Well, you know what you should do is just become a PC gamer. Don't even get me started. Well, I, well, the funny part is you're while you're, you're ranting about that, and you mentioned the 32x, right? The 32x is specifically the moment when I became a hardcore PC gamer for six years. Never bought another console. Because I bought the 32X the day it came out, release day. 150 bucks. Yes. I know, I bought it too. No games came out for it, except for like Doom or something. Yeah, and Doom 32X and Virtual Fighter 32X, I had those. Yes. And, and nothing else came out, and I got so mad. I said, why am I doing this? I have a P- I've been PC gaming forever, and I never had to deal with this issue. When I, all I have to do is buy a new graphics card, and guess what? All games support it. And so I said, I'm not buying a console again. And the first console I bought was the PS2, I think, after that. And that broke within a month. So then I didn't buy anything for a while until I bought an Xbox. I think I took a little break and just went on an extreme dating spree. Oh, I never did that. (laughs) I was like, whoa, there's chicks out of here. Yeah, they don't like me playing with them. Maybe because you say stuff like, they don't like me playing with them. That just sounds creeperted. Yes, it may be true. That might be true. But yeah, yeah, so I agree with you completely about most of the gimmicks. Like like the 32X, I'm telling you, it made me be a PC gamer. I mean, I was already PC gaming, but it made me only be a PC gamer, you know? Let me talk let me let me talk directly towards Sony, Nintendo, and Microsoft right now. Do you see what you did to Case? Do you see what you did? You forced them to go play on a computer. You know, and Microsoft How dare you? And Microsoft saying, "So what? We have all the computer." Microsoft, you know what? I got two words <laughs> for you. Fuck and you. 
Right. I, uh, I'm actually glad I did it though, but anyhow. I, I agree though. 30, the 32X was the worst for me. I didn't mind the Sega CD. The 32X was the worst for me. I, I didn't throw the Sega CD in there because they were pushing the envelope of technology at that point. Yeah. They pushed CDs, gaming was the future. It held more. You could get higher fidelity graphics and stuff like that. And they were they were trying something out there. And if they weren't trying to put out a game like Sewer Shark or Night Trap, um, when they were doing stuff like um, you know putting out an actual game on just just a disc that wasn't just trying to get some um, live action capture on there, it was it was pretty good and ran pretty smooth. Uh, I remember one of the first things I got was a disc that had like three or four classic uh, Sega games on it, and that was that was that was awesome. It was like the first collection game ever. And well, I, I, the, the, uh, Snatcher is a great example of a good uh, Sega CD game. That come out to the Mega Drive first though, didn't it? It might have, but still. <laughs> just saying, it got ported to the Sega CD. At least they used it for something. Yeah, so I'm just saying, like that's why I didn't put that on that list because uh, I think there were some advantages to that, and I could definitely see it moving forward. You know, no. I mean, there's it's like right now downloadable games. There's definitely some shit out there, but there's some good stuff too because I think that we, as with even the PC. Gaming is going that direction. It's going. It's going to go away from the disc-based game. It's. It might not be this. It's not going to be this generation. It might. It's probably well, not. It's not going to be next generation. But it's going to get there. I think PC is almost is already there. I, I don't think I bought a disc for PC in three years, probably two years, maybe. Yeah, I don't think I don't. I'm not sure I'd ever buy a a disc for a game again because you have to keep track of them. Then you have to keep it in the yeah system and. I mean, Steam is just. I mean, when Steam first came out, it wasn't that great, but now it's yeah. just so amazing because you can load the client anywhere and then play on any computer. You know, load yeah, your, you Love your login credentials. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But anyhow, yeah. So I agree with you. But the one thing, so, I, the one thing I have to disagree though. I even though I hated three thirty two X, whenever you had, I had the the Sega CD that was like the big hunk that was underneath it. You know. Yeah, me and too. Then, and then you had the Sega, and then you had the thirty two X on it. Your freaking gaming system was like a huge tower of death. It was awesome. Look, yeah, that's exactly look. what I had. I had the the original um, Sega Genesis that that slipped on top of the the Sega CD when it came out, and that Sega CD was like three hundred bucks or something. When yeah, it, it was insane, ridiculous. And then I had the thirty two thirty two X on top of that, and you had to put these special special metal clips in to like hold the yep. the cartridge slot open. And then you had to put it in there, and each one of those things had its own power supply. The Sega CD. The 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 Sega the 32x and then there was like these cords that went bet- between the systems too and I was just it was freaking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I mean, I like your <laughs> rant. I don't like it. I like the rant that you made of it. Well, you know what? I you know what? I'm I'm all fired up. And like I say, when I get fired up, nothing calms me down than a good old classic game. Oh, so I guess I should tell you about one. I'd appreciate it. Like a, like a bedtime lullaby. Like a bedtime lullaby. Well, the game I'm going to talk about, which I, as some, as long-term listener, long-time listeners may know, is going to be one of those games I say I bought for my dad. Um, you buy but, every every game out there he's bought for his dad. Yes. But this time but I bought... Now it's just assume. This time it was evil. Did though. you buy Catherine for your dad? 
I did not. That would be one of those games that would be weird to buy for my dad. I feel. I felt. I think. I think you should get it. I think you should get it. <laughs> I don't know if he would like it either. He likes first. He likes uh, first-person shooters. Anyhow. So you that, get well since you're not getting Battlefield Three because it's not on Steam. Are you going to get it for him? I only buy up games via Steam, so no. So you can't even gift it to him. No. Does, he use, does, does your dad use Steam? I'm, I'm yes. getting on a tangent, man. Yeah. Your, your dad is modern. Yeah, he uses Steam for everything. Yeah. And he actually randomly buys games. <laughs> like, okay, whatever. Um, no, so, but when I bought this game for him, I bought it because I wanted to play the game. And it was like, when it, when it came out, I was like, what, eight years old? So I bought it for him and and uh, so I could play it. So it wasn't. You were, you were selling weed in the corner, right? Yes. Yeah, it was actually. Eight years old, you had a bankroll. We, we called that newspapers. Anyhow. Um, you, you, oh, yeah, you had a newspaper out? Yeah. Okay, well, I can. I guess I can see how that might be legitimate. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. Anyhow, so uh, the game I'm talking about, by the way, I bought it for the uh, NES, which it wasn't originally. It was ported to the NES later, um, but it was Spy versus Spy, which anyone out there that reads Mag Magazine, basically any child from the 80s knows Spy versus Spy, which is basically two spies that are always trying to kill each other. Um, it was originally written for the Atari 8-bit family and the Commodore 64 and Apple II computers. But then they later they ported it over to the Nintendo system. Well, basically they ported it over to every gaming system known to man at that time. So it was on, you know, Master System, Game Boy, even on the Xbox. Uh, but it was on the Nintendo system back in, I think it was released in 84. Yeah, at least back in 84. Uh, basically what Spy vs. Spy is, it's, it's, I don't know, it's a split-screen game. So two players kind of play at the, at the, you know, at the same time, which is kind of original for um, back in the time. There wasn't really a lot of split-screen gaming. So the basic object of this game, uh, one person played the black uh, spy, the other one played the white spy, and by that I mean clothing, by the way. And so what you wanted to do is kill your opponent. But the way you killed your opponent is you had to find items within this... Uh, this board, um, it's basically like it's an uh, embassy is what it's supposed to be, so it has lots of different rooms. So you're trying to find these items, and then you're trying to exit the embassy. But the other spy can set traps on like the furniture and all the like, anything that you can interact with. He can set the doors and all that stuff. He can set traps on it, and you both have a timer, so your timer's coming down, and you're trying to find these items. And every time you get a trap by one of the other by the spy's traps. You lose, you lose 30 seconds off your timer. So you have 30 less seconds to actually find the objects and leave the, the board. And what and if you run into each other in the same room, because you basically can go around to all the different rooms. So I could be like in room you know, 4B and you're over in room 2C and we're not even like near each other. I could be setting traps up, you could be setting traps up. and then But sometimes you both end up in room the same room together. So you do have a little bit of hand-to-hand -hand combat, but it's, you know, pretty old school like kind of like wiggling the joystick around left to right and stuff <laughs> and up and down you know <laughs> it's not like any real skill per se like most fighting games nowadays but the traps are the cool part so like you can put a trap underneath the furniture you can put traps in doors and, and that's the same place you have to try to find these items so if you set off a trap you die you lose 30 seconds and so and then what happens eventually you can kill off your partner so all of his time's gone, and you can't play anymore, and you're just by yourself running around trying to find these items. But the worst part is, you also get killed by your own traps. So there's a few times I remember when I was playing my brother, 
where I'd set some traps up and I'd kill them off and I'm like, oh yeah, and I'd start running around trying to find the last item I need and then I would trigger my own trap and die. <laughs> and, and basically we both lose the game. Um, so, really, I mean, it's a simple game so there's not much I can talk about. <laughs> but if you want to play it, um, it's, it's actually on the Wii's Virtual Console. So you can download it on the Wii for anybody who actually has their Wii not in a closet. Um, or, like I said, it's basically almost every other game system. It's on the PC, too, so you can probably find it there somewhere. Okay, so that game, you know what it speaks to me? It says, it says Cold, World, Cold War Error. It says, when it comes down to it, if we both don't find a reasonable way to achieve our goals, it means destruction for us all. So we should work together? We need to work together. <laughs> no, I'll just kill you, then. You know what I mean? Hand in hand. You to give the world a coke. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know what you're saying. I do know what you're saying. Except those damn commies. Fucking commies. Tear down the wall. Better dead than right. <laughs> By the way, they also came out sequels of the game, just in case. They were cool. terrible. Man, I never played the sequels, so. They were terrible. <laughs> hey, you know what's great after a delicious rant and a soothing lullaby classic game some questions some questions for from dessert. our listeners from our listeners awesome all two of them <laughs> hey guys how's it going no seriously seriously how's it going guys why don't you call us sometime <laughs> so you want some questions yeah shoot so, you want me to give you some questions? Yes, read an email, man. Would you like to, you want me to read an email? I want you to read Cause, an email. Because I'll read an email. Oh, I want you to read an email. You want me to read an email? Uh, All, right. All right, fine. Since you said now, nah, the first email is a two parter. All right. It says, that's in case, what is. Oh, um, excuse me, let me back this up. And is it late to me? It. No, I, I gotta fix his grammar in my mind. What is one game? See, it doesn't make me. What is one game <laughs> you would like to see made? So. All right. So, is it a game? Um, what, what is one game you'd like to see made? Like a game today, based on anything. Just uh, maybe it's based on a TV show or uh, based on a. A podcast about two friends who talk about you games. know they're making a movie based on Battleship. So I think they should make a video game based on the movie based on Battleship. Movie based games are terrible. <laughs> um, uh, you know, well, though mm, I would love them to. I know what I want. Know what I want. The game I want made: Half Life, Half Life Two, Episode Three. Wow. Well, good luck like that. It's never going to happen. <laughs> or I would love to have another system shock, which won't happen. That would be awesome. All uh, right. But these I, are all I, took the, I took this in another direction. You're, yeah, you're talking. I'm talking you're sequels. Talking, you you might have an idea of a real game, an yeah. unknown game. All right. You want, you want to hear mine? Yes. So the first one is I'd like to see there was a show, and if you're listening to this, then I probably don't need to explain it to you, but it, it was called Firefly. I don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what I'm talking about? I'm joking, dude. Of course I know. Uh, okay. I'm a brown coat, man. Right. Brown coats. 
Get busy living or get busy dying. Oh wait, no wrong. That's not that's not the line. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. Um so uh Firefly, um, which it would be a great game if I th- I think they did it in a like almost like a mass effect type of game. Yeah. So you got you yeah. got you got you have you know, you got the Firefly class ship, you got your crew, you can walk around, you can talk to them, you can go on missions and you decide who to bring, whether you bring Zoe or, or whoever you decide to bring, River or whatever. And you go on missions and um it's just all like that, you know, going around to the different planets, you know, avoiding when you're traveling around avoiding, you know, whatever the Reavers or whoever yeah. you want know. so I, I think it it would be a, a good game, you know, and um Plus, yeah, I, the world's was, pretty in depth too, because not only do they have the show, they have comics that came out. Yeah, so I mean, I think it's pretty flushed out. You could definitely build a really rich game, and then, I mean, that's one of the things that makes Mass Effect good is it has such a rich um, world and there, fantasy behind it. Is there any games based on Josh Whedon uh, IPs? I don't think there is. I'm, there might be, but I not not nothing that comes to mind right now. Yeah, that's interesting. I wonder why. No one's uh, went that way. Because huh. they got to dump a bunch of money into it, and they're like, okay, well, Firefly didn't even last a season while we're on. Yeah, but that was, that was Fox's fault, not the show's fault. Fuck Fox. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, you said I, you had two. I, I, I aim to misbehave. You, you had... I also am going to bring some grenades. <laughs> you said you had, uh, you had two uh, ideas. But... Oh, so the other one is... There's this one you you probably won't get, but there's a there's a, there's another podcast, and like I've said before, you're allowed to listen to at least two other podcasts besides this one. Um, but that's it, no more. If you go three, can't listen to this one anymore. Um, it's called We're Alive, and um, I actually got uh, got flipped onto it by another video game uh, podcast that I listened to the, the gentleman on it. Uh, was talking about it, and so I checked it out early on, and uh, it's it's pretty kick ass. It's uh, essentially um, a uh, they call it a story of survival. It's like an old timey uh, radio drama, like in the fifties, you know, sound effects, all that type of thing. So it's not like a reading a book, but yeah. it's really good. And uh, essentially, you know, virus or something, whatever. They haven't gotten that far along in the story, but. Everyone in the world, majority of them, turns into zombies, blah, 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 a few survivors. I think this would make a great, like, Fallout-type game, or maybe even an MMO. I don't know, but, like, um, you know, you, you're trying to survive, you got to fortify some kind of location, and then get supplies, and, you know, you building up your, you know, survivors come in, and all based on decisions you make decides, you know, if people in your party live, die, if you move locations, you can decide... You know. Something like that. Sounds like a, a game, uh, The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. So the I would say, yeah, if they made a Walking Dead game, it would be very kind of similar. But um, well, I'm saying I think there's a rumor that there is a Walking Dead game. Yeah, there is a Walking Dead video game being made. Well, I, I'm just uh, what I have in mind. Uh, it might not be the same. I was just pointing that out. That's all. When you're, the way yeah. you're describing it, I'm like, that sounds like Walking Dead a little bit. Yeah, no, it, it definitely has some similarities, but there are some 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 strong strong differences. It'd be interesting to see a zombie book, a zombie game that's not like a action game, like if it was like an like an RTS or something. Well, yeah, well, well, see, because Fallout is, has they've got ghouls in it. It's, 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 it's a it's a, it's a first person shooter though. 
Yeah, but it's got like role playing elements and it stuff. It does, but that's not. I mean, like, I'm like a completely different genre, like a strategy type game, like an RTS where, like, you're in a city and you have to, you have to like build the defenses and based on like where you might have scouted, you might have different stuff to be able to build different defenses around your city, and then like at night the waves of zombies come. Yeah, based I, on- I, I, as much as zombies have been put into video games, I think there is a lot more opportunity for them to grow. And I will, I, I would continue to buy zombie games because I, I freaking, I like zombie movies, I like zombie games, and you know people are like, oh, zombies aren't cool anymore because they're all like, you know, the hipster kids because now it's like, zombies were cool when they weren't cool, but now that they're cool, zombies aren't cool. No, they're still I cool. Still think, I still think they're cool. I still like zombies and robots. And by the way, back to your first, uh, your your Firefly game. Yeah. There's already. Um, a Firefly-based mm, role-playing it's, game. It's it's, it's a board game, it, oh, but yeah, that means. But I'm saying that means there's like rules and you know stuff like that already written for the universe. So it's like a step towards a video game. That's all I'm saying. Is that anyone listening to this that might be a game developer? There's an opportunity here that maybe you should uh, pursue. That's all. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, that that would be a dangerous part about making a Serenity Firefly type game because. The way people love that series, you better make a good game or else you're going to be burning in hell. Oh, plus you you better, better, better get the right voice actors because you oh, yes. cannot replace any of the people well, on the show. You know, you know, um, F- uh, Fillion, what's his name? We'll definitely Nathan, do the voices. Nathan, Fill- Nathan Fillion does tons of, he does stuff for, he does stuff for Halo. Uh, he does stuff for Halo. He does stuff for, um, he's done, he's done lots of, uh, cartoon stuff. He's done, he, yeah. he does voice acting for a lot of different well, stuff. I'm saying, so he at least will be, uh, he's definitely one you need. I mean, hands down, but yeah, but it's just, even, even then you need, you, you need, I mean, just, you would know the difference between Zoe's voice and no, no, I know what you're saying. I'm just, you just, you just need it. I, I don't want them to replace anybody with someone else. I don't, if I don't recognize a voice, just going to throw it off. Cause I would know. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's that's the one thing about I really, I really get worried when people talk about trying to um, you know restart Firefly. I mean, it's not gaming whatsoever, but it's like if they try to restart Firefly now, ten years after the fact, I don't know how they could pull it off if they don't get all the actors back. And it just, just seems to be really hard to do that. Yeah, unless they were gonna get them all back, I wouldn't want them to. Exactly. Yeah, they like because the way they worked together was so awesome. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, you know what? That that was worth going off topic for. And just so, speaking one more little uh, off top off topic thing. It's not even off topic. There was a Buffy video game, just so everyone knows. Well, I'm sure there were some people that were screaming at. Yeah. So it was called so, Buffy the Vampire Slayer: Chaos Bleeds. Fantastic! That sounds like it was a classic. <laughs> so I said this was a two part question. Yes. Um. So the, so obviously the first question was. What was one game you'd like to see made? And we, we threw some uh, some some thoughts out there that I think are some could be some definite triple A titles that would I mean, I'd pre order those games today. Um and uh especially even the ones you mentioned, I didn't even though the sequels I'd pre order them System <laughs> Shock and, and uh, you know, Half Life episode three, I'd pre order those. I think I already pre ordered Half Life episode three. Yeah. And then <laughs> it, it, the other one was what is one game you'd like to see remade? See, that's a strange question to ask because I don't know what remade means. 
I'm just assuming he means either redone or I mean, this is how here. So is it is it like a movie, like a reboot? I don't I don't know if it just says remade. Look, I'll give you my answers and what and you think about it based on mine, and we'll assume that this is what what what, okay what uh, Sam meant. That's that's who wrote it, Sam. All right. Um, So I said I'd like to see first one off the top of my head was like I'd like to see Half Life. Remade, not remade, as in like a literally just taking the same exact story, kind of what the guys are doing at, at BlackMesa.com, and I'm talking just modern graphics, same damn story thing, yeah. you know, better lighting, better effects, just bigger spaces, just but the same exact story, you know. Yeah. Um, you don't want that. No, that's what I, I want. The same exact story, everything. Okay. So it would just be Half Life, but just. Uh, so reskinned, Re- yeah, essentially reskinned. I mean, they could re- oh, they could re- they could redo some of the, some of the voices and stuff like that. But I, I just um, I I wouldn't mind a, a a nice modern version. But in the in in the in the other aspect of that, um, I'd like a good Star Wars game. And everybody, I know you're saying like, well, Mike, there's been good. No, there hasn't. Okay, yeah, I said it. There hasn't. Okay, I want a good Star Wars game. Damn it. I mean that is a rich universe. Talking about Mass Effect, you could build a game. You could build a, a game. Knights of Old Republic. Okay, okay, okay. No. That what 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 game? What system is that on? I don't know. Probably PC. Okay. All right then. What? Is it out? No, it's an old game. You're talking. You're talking about the Knights of Old Republic. What's the one? Not not the MMO. Not the MMO that's coming out. There was a there was a there was a game called Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about, but that's not a PC. Uh, that there's uh, I want something for console. I'm All right, fine. Console. I was as long as I brought it up is I never played it, but like everyone I know loved this I, game. So I heard that too. I never played it either. And there so is for, for, an forgive, Xbox forgive. version that's playable in the Xbox three sixty. Just so you know. So I'll never I'm not gonna play it. All right. Is what about you? One? Okay, I wasn't sure that was if you had any other ones. So I'll, I'll I'll do what the two things that you, kind of same way you went first. Well, the first one is I think someone really needs to remake Duke Nukem Forever because <laughs> that game sucked and it shouldn't have sucked. Dude, they should they need to drag the Duke Nukem franchise out behind a barn and put a bullet in its head. It could be good if they made it oh. like They Live, where it was more like. It, it was trying to be too serious and not serious at the same time. They should have just went totally like bizarre, like comedy on it. Like, no, they should have had like Duke Nukem was frozen and he woke up and it's it's 2010 and he's all like, "Yeah, I've got balls of steel." And people were like, "Yeah, whatever, Duke." Yeah, like exactly. He's like Duke out of time would have been better. Like you know something like that. I'm just saying that there's like an opportunity there to do something kind of cool. And I just brought that up because I really hate that game. Um, and you kind of brought up Half Life being remade, so anyhow, that. Well, what what I was uh, bringing back to what I was thinking before was, so they were working on Borderlands two, and then they said, "Whoa, we gotta put out Duke Nukem Forever first. Put put that piece of crap on the back burner, and let's get this one out the door." No, they probably said, "Let's put Duke Nukem out there, so everyone knows what a bad game's like, so that when when another one about whatever the game's called." But, Borderlands comes out, <laughs> everyone will love it. But anyhow, so that's just my joking one. Now the real one I would love, and this is not—I guess this is kind of a remake—is 
it's kind of down the same lines of your Star Wars, is I have no idea why nobody has ever made a Transformers game that is good. Because that Transformers universe is huge. You can fucking be a robot and a freaking car. Like, there's, like, so many opportunities in that universe to be something cool. And there's, like, no one's ever done, like, every game is just, like, eh, eh. So. I thought you were going to say Transformers or Snatcher. <laughs> well, Snatcher, I, 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 it's a classic. I don't need to redo it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Next question. Shoot. What game has the best original, original music? <sighs> That's it. This is a very difficult question. If you'd like me to go first, I'd be happy to. Yeah, go first. I'll let you go first because really, music doesn't. Uh, I usually don't remember it. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell the one that if you say music and it's an it was written originally for a game, I'm gonna put the most blatant one out there right now. It's the one that everyone's gonna say. It's Portal, still alive. That song at the end, iconic, obviously. Very well done song has been uh, done uh, over and over. Go to YouTube; you can see thousands of different versions of it, whatnot. So that um, song, obviously, um, it really, really yeah. sticks with you. But when I, when I, uh, so wait, just wait. So that's no. the that's the that's the modern one. I'm like, yeah, there. That's kind of like a. All right, well, go ahead, go ahead. Really sticks with me. But really, for me to say iconic, well, I, I mean, he didn't even use the word iconic. He said best original music. I think back to classic games, and that might be because I was a kid when I heard them, and they just remind me of of those times. But um, the music that I think was was really well written was like the uh, the like Zelda. Zelda theme, like you know, when yeah. that game, when that when that started up, you knew it. Or if someone plays that on the piano, you know it. Um, you know that music from that game. And the other one that I think it was really well done because it was it was very diverse depending on where you were was Metroid, the original one. Oh yeah. Depending on where you were, it had very interesting uh, music that was very appropriate. It sounded slightly futuristic. It was very, very eight bit, you know, and it was just. Had some great music. I mean, you you could tell whenever you you know you started up the game, just that that startup uh, music when you were just coming to life. You know, like uh, was just it was it was great. So um, I think that uh, those two games really stick in my mind as having really uh, really original music that was written specifically for them. That you know back then that's when they you know essentially you know had didn't have. Uh, as many options have today, but there's they're ones that really stick in my mind. Awesome. Um, I, I I I really don't know how to answer this. Wow. All right. Well. well okay. see. <laughs> my, my problem is like, so I can't. I wouldn't say Portal because personally, I think that just has an iconic song and like the whole. I don't remember any of the other music from Portal whatsoever, so it's not memorable to me. Like the soundtrack. Um, so. It like if someone said, "What's the one song you can remember?" That might be one. Uh, now I would go with you. Is like the stuff from the early Nintendo games. Like I was gonna say Mario because I sing the Mario song a lot when I'm walking around, which is really disturbing. But 
Because you're insane. It also might just be because I played it so much as a kid. You know, it's just in my brain. You know what I mean? Like, if you hear the Mario... Even people that don't play games, I sing the Mario song when I'm walking down the hallway. They're like, why are you humming the Mario song? They say, you know, they'll stop me and say. But again, I don't know if that's because it was good or just because it's been so ingrained in our culture that it's just always around. You know what I mean? I think it was from the the Mario Saturday morning TV show. Now, the thing is, is that when you said Metroid, though, I, I sat there going, you know, the Metroid music had atmosphere to it. Like, the Mario music is, like, very memorable, very, like, oh, it pops and sticks in your brain. But the Metroid music was very, very atmosphere-creating. Like, that that startup music when you first appear on the board, I can, I can still remember it. Like, it builds the essence of the game, which is more important to me in, in a game for, like, a soundtrack. Technically, you want it to build the essence of, of the environment you're in, not just be catchy. So I could definitely see Metroid being up there. That, that was a good choice on your part. Uh, my other problem is though, the games I really remember the soundtracks to actually have soundtracks to them. Uh, for example, um, like Alan Wake actually had a soundtrack with their with their music, so they had real bands, you know. So it's like, oh, I like that, but then I'm like, oh wait, they had soundtracks. So that's why I'm saying it's really hard for me on this one. Like I, so I can't, I can't speak to it. That that's my so, answer. Metroid, is Metroid my- has. Throne Controller seal of approval for yes. original soundtrack. There you go. All right. Next question. What is the best game series? So it has to be a series of games. Um, do I really have to answer that? It's obvious. Snatcher. No, it's not a series. <laughs> Come on. Well, it, you said they were coming out with a sequel. That's it. And, but it's not a game. <laughs> um <laughs> It is. Oh my God! Wait for it. Wait. For, everyone ready? Everyone around? Everyone Two listening? Seconds. No. Half Life. Oh. <laughs> Hello. There's no oh, way it's not. You know what? Though, uh, since those games have such long pauses in between their they're a series though. Contact. The, I'm almost like uh, I'm not sure. Well, it depends too though. You can say it, between Half Life and Half Life Two, yes, but technically Half Life and you had Blue Shift. You had Opposing Forces, and then you had Half-Life 2, all part of the same story arc. All right, all right. So I'm going to go from oldest, and then I'm going to go to a newer one. You better not say Final Fantasy. I'm not going to say Final Fantasy. I love Final Fantasy, but I'm not going to say Final Fantasy. Old? I'm talking real old? Uh Uh-huh. Real old? Space yeah. Quest. No. Yeah, they came up with like twelve of them. No, I would have. I would have said if you. I would say King's Quest over Space Quest. No way, Space Quest all the way. No. Oh man, Space Quest was way better than King's Quest. Crazy. All right, you're hang crazy. on. You're crazy. You, you're um, crazy. You're crazy. Um. So, then moving forward, I mean. Obviously, Half Life. But besides that, I can't say. Obviously, you don't want to give the same answer because we all know we're pretty kind of Half Life fan fanboys over here. Um, <laughs> I, the Quake series. The Quakes. The Quake series. Uh, no, I'm not gonna say the Quake series. <laughs> I don't know. I'd say the one that I've really been enjoying lately, despite all its flaws is 
Fallout, and that has a long history. I mean, the older games are great. They, uh-huh. They're not sequels, though. The, okay, well, you know what? They're Even not sequels. They're fine. not sequels. Even, yeah, and everybody that played Fallout, the old games, is agreeing with you right now. They're shaking their heads. You're absolutely right, Case. But even if that's that's the case, they're not sequels. Even if if that's not the case, even if you want to say Fallout Three is an original game on its own, there's still a second one, Fallout Vegas. So that's two that no. considers a series. No. So go no. straight to hell, no. and they'll 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 put out another one. No, I no, I can't agree. With I you. I don't care. I don't care. People are like, oh no. I like them, what? and I want them. To I'm keep saying them. you like them, but they're not the best series of all time. It just said it didn't say best series of all time. This is what we just gave some examples. You know, I could say Bioshock because the first one was so phenomenal. The second one sucked, and the first one is counteracting the second one. No. Oh, but wait, and it's also it's, it's a or I said System Shock. There's two System Shocks. Fine, say System Shock then. I'm just saying, like Half Life is a game, is a series that everyone knows, and everyone knows it was great. Fallout is not the a series. Wasn't what, what does everybody think was great? Ah, no, I'm just saying, no, you can't. No. If they said tomorrow, Plus, hey, and tomorrow? you just had a freaking rant like three days ago, three episodes ago, about how you hate all the bugs in it and you can't stand it. Yeah, it pisses me I off. I never got pissed me. off at Half Life. I still put the like. 80 hours in each one of those damn games, regardless of all the bugs. Imagine if it didn't have the bugs. Imagine how much I would have played. You're just stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> Anyhow, okay, fine. We'll, you'll pick a game that... Uh, never mind. You know what? My opinions are mine, and I can hold on to them. I don't care what other people think. I'm going to hell. <laughs> I, like, I like those games, because I like them. All right. Fine. The only other, if I wasn't, if I'm not allowed to pick that, I w- would have said Mass Effect. See, I approved of that. I agree more with Mass Effect because it's more that it actually feels more like a ongoing trilogy. Oh, I'm I'm sure that this this is the end of the trilogy, but I'm sure they'll come out with other stuff from the. No, universe. I'm saying you're you're always Shepard, and you're always in a, in the story that ends at the first Shepard. one is continued with the second one. Shepard. <laughs> Shepard. Actually, I think it's a pretty good name, though. Separate. Anyhow, well, that's that was a that was the name of uh, one of the characters in Firefly. You know, yeah, it was, yeah. and it was also one of the characters from Lost. Yeah, let's not talk about Lost. <laughs> All right. So, whoever sent that question, because I don't never get the names. Thanks for the question. It was uh, you, you want you do you want me to go back and read the names? That's no, okay. Sam was the first one. First one was Sam. Yeah. Second one was for the music one was Doctor No. All right. Third one was the the best series. The best uh, game series was Cobra Killer. All right. And uh, we we got we got uh, we got one here. It says, "Why is Case on the show?" Signed, Woo! "Sexy Lady Number Seven. I like being sexy lady. You like being a sexy lady? <laughs> yep, that, you heard me. Just, is that what you just said? I did. <laughs> Pretty sure that's what you said. Okay, I like being a sexy lady. <laughs> um. All right. Last question I've got for you. All right. Flipping, flipping the the switch on you for this one. Yes. Is your boy too legit to quit? Killer. All right. He, Wait. Way to represent the 90s. But he's a killer. 
also. He's too legit to quit killing people. Exactly. Um, but his question is, what is one of the worst games you have ever played? So he said one of the worst. He didn't say all times. Just what's one of the worst games you've ever played? Well, I'll let you start, man. Wow, that's tough question. I try to block out those terrible games in my head. Try to block them, block them out. Yeah. Well, what was it? Um. Jeez. Uh, there was this one I played for Xbox 360, I think it was, or was it, was it on the PlayStation? It was like Vampire Rain or something like that. Oh, yeah, it was. I remember that game. That was terrible. Yeah, but probably one isn't as bad as a game I played that was really bad. <laughs> Superman 64? That was pretty bad. But this was the worst game of all time. Superman 64? No, Atari's E.T. Ah, come on, that game was classic. <laughs> that game was so bad. Do you know I they actually, had so many I actually owned it, too. It was so sad. I owned it, too. But they had so many copies of that game, I heard they, they just dumped them in dump trucks and yep. filled them in. They did. They put them into a, a yeah. To a, yeah. That's sad. I would have taken those. The production of it cost $125 million, and they sold, like, none of them. I bought one. You bought one. Yeah, apparently. Oh, wait. They sold uh, 200. Oh, my God. They had to pay $200 million for the rights for E.T. That's crazy. Worst game ever, though. It almost destroyed the, the gaming industry. I I bought it. It was so bad, though. It was so bad. I would I'd buy it again today. <laughs> so sad. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> it was E.T., man. No, but it was the worst game of all time. I remember, um, I with, I remember playing it a lot. Because <laughs> you die instantaneously. There's no way to beat the damn game. Well, yeah, I never know what to do. I just walk to the left, walk to the left, walk to, or walk to the right, walk to the, and die. And you had to, you apparently, you had to search wells and find telephones. But anyhow, it was really bad. It was, yeah, it was hard. <laughs> apparently, a lot of people agree with us on that one, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So Superman that, 64. I never played Superman sixty four, so I can't. I can't say that game. Superman sixty four. But that apparently wasn't the worst game for you either, since you uh, didn't say it either. So no. <laughs> I was. I was just, gonna. Just no. I was about to say Duke Nukem, but I. I decided that. Uh, no, there's worse games than that. I mean, that was. That was just that was that that felt like a patchwork of games. Like they literally sewed a whole bunch of games together, just skinned Duke Nukem on there, and then took all the recordings over him for the last ten years and just were like, ah, just throw that in, whatever. I don't know, we pork chop sandwiches, yeah, sure, whatever, whatever you got to say. It right. doesn't even make like you know what? If you never played any of the other Duke Nukem games, you'd have no idea what the fuck he was talking about. When it's like pork chop sandwiches. You're like, are those? Are those enemies supposed to be pigs? Like, oh, uh, they're cops? What? What? I don't even understand anymore. Uh, you know, he's like, and if if you were like a kid today, like, you know, like 15, 16, whatever, and he's yeah. like, hail to the king, baby, you'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? Or he says, good, bad, I'm the guy with the gun. I'm like, 
These are all these are all Evil Dead references, and nobody was gonna get them if you're like 15. Yeah, and also that good bad. I'm the guy with the gun. That's not even. It's like in only. It's only in certain versions of of the. Yeah, movie. that's true. Yeah, it's definitely true. It, By the way, I have another one. I have another one. Oh, okay. Shoot. The Kanta. The Kanta. We don't we don't say those words on this <laughs> this podcast. That really bad John Romero's. Uh, Game, he said that all of his ads were going to say he's going to make you his bitch. Back in was it late nineties? I don't, I don't, I don't know what this game is. You never heard of Daikatana? You don't ever heard of it? Tell me, tell me of this game. It was John Romero's game. It was supposed to be like his big, you know, John Romero's Romero is the guy who did Quake Engine and stuff like that. Yes. So he. He went to IOStorm and he was going to make this game that's supposed to be a first-person shooter. It's supposed to be like this incredible game, but it basically was a piece of crap. And it, uh, the name, the title name of it, by the way, is uh, Japanese for uh, long sword. I mean, large sword. And it, uh, that, that's what she said. It was, it was, like, it was basically it was supposed to be a first-person game, but the graphics were horrible. The controls were like messed up. Like everything about the game was just wrong. Oh, ninety-seven, by the way, is when it, when it came out. Um, it was so there was twenty-four levels, and, and it was in four different time periods, twenty-five different weapons. Like it was, it was crazy, crazy bad, crazy, crazy, crazy. Well, bad. if you have an answer to any of the questions that we answered today, we'd love to you know hear your your opinion on. It. So, right into. Throne controllers. No, not throne controllers, right? Yeah, well, right into throne controllers, and you can write into throne controllers at podcast at thronecontrollers.com or shoot us up on our Twitter feed and tell us, uh, tell us, tell us what, what you think about some of these, uh, things or, or hit up the site, uh, and let us know, uh, what, uh, what some of the, some of the, you know, the worst games or what games you'd like to see out there. Um, other than that, uh, I'd have to say uh, this is another uh, fine, fine episode that uh, we can add to the archives of classic podcasting lore. Until uh, next week, we out. Holy shit, man, I've been playing too much.